Hello everybody, it's time for episode 66 of Near Perfect Pitch. Thanks for joining me. My, oh my, oh my, I am just fresh off Liverpool uh, doing Man City 4-3 and I'm just perma-buzzing now. So if you're a Man City fan, uh, I, I do apologise for my demeanour, but you, you've got to give me this. You've got to give me this. I'm, I'm wallowing in this. I'm going to revel in this for the next uh, the next few days at least. Ooh. Okay, so that, that should sufficiently put me in a, a decent mood for, for the remainder of the programme, uh, as if I needed any impetus at all, because the musical content, I think, is rather good. I think I'll share it with you as well. So this uh, this week, we'll be talking to uh, Michael Outside from Propelled by Rockets, uh, and that'll be at the end of the programme, surrounded by three uh, wonderful tracks by Propelled by Rockets. New releases give you an idea of what you can hear. I'm going to fade out the fannies here. Hang on a second. Yeah, it's been a great new remix, actually, of a song I've pay, played in the past by, by Cosmonaut, who have just recently disbanded, unfortunately. But uh, the Luxembourg single have uh, put their touches on Debbie Harry's smile and uh, produced a remix, which was released earlier this week, called uh, the California on Fire mix of said track. New track uh, by The Vaccines, teaser track to their new album uh, called I Cannot Quit. We've got a world exclusive, which I am absolutely... Well, when I received the album uh, from Cherry Red uh, this week, I promptly uh, ripped it, put the headphones on, listened to it thrice over, no less. Got brand new stuff from Go-Kart Mozart, from uh, from Lawrence, from Lawrence Hayward himself. We're going to hear uh, a track of uh, the new LP, which is out next month, Go-Kart Mozart's Mini Mart. We're going to hear a song called The Chromium Plated. We're so elated. New stuff from Shame. Their debut full length is out and it is wonderful. Played a load of Shame in the past and uh, if you bought all their singles diligently over the course of the past few months, you'll have about 60% of the album anyway, but uh, the new tracks on the LP are rather good and I should be playing one of those. New stuff by Ride. This is a great show, isn't it, really? Um, from uh, the, the forthcoming Tomorrow Shaw EP, which is released a couple of days after Valentine's Day. And what else we got here? Oh, brand new Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, as if that wasn't enough, and something new as well by Tropic Harbour. Amidst all that, as I uh, look at a load of other stuff to the right of me here at the studio, um, you could be hearing any number of tracks by uh, by Big Country, depending on what I get to, some Mogwai, Supergrass, obviously the the, uh, the obligatory fall off is uh, is playlisted. That's going to happen. You could possibly be hearing some Thrum, some uh, razor cuts, uh, some dweeb. You will be hearing some Stereo Lab because that is our uh, peel, uh, weekly peel track this week. And you will be hearing something by The Stairs because Mexican R&B is our essential wax. Their one and only LP released in 92 on Go Discs. That is our essential wax. All the usual goodies. Let's kick things off with uh, some gigolo ants.
brand new stuff by Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. That is uh, off their brand new eighth LP entitled Wrong Creatures that was released last week, and that's uh, an album track entitled Spook. So from California, uh, we are going to New York after having heard Black Rebel Motorcycle Club from uh, that wonderful state. Uh, we heard from uh, New York State that the lead track this uh, particular show was uh, Gigolo Ants from their uh, official uh, debut LP on Fire Records from 1993, produced by Mike Deneen, no less. Potsdam, New York's finest Gigolo Ants with Cope. Next, it's time for our obligatory fall. Ah. Oh. Secure, 
shafted over It's a castle I tell ya, it's a castle It's a castle It's a burden That's burden Operation My fucker Look back, boss. That's a curse. Back on the vine. All you really need is a good spot. It's a curse. Bolting and Vento and Spangles were always crap. Regardless of. Of the look back, boss. It's a curse. It's a curse. It's a curse. Shafted over.
with a single from uh, Spring 2016. That is Wild Meadows with Rebel. And they were on the show uh, quite some months ago. Do stay tuned for all their new material by going to wildmeadows.bandcamp.com. There you can uh, remain informed. Before that, it was our obligatory full art track of uh, the week. This time we went uh, back to 1993 to the Falls 15th LP, the infotainment scan, which I seem to have played a lot from, I must admit, it is one of my favourites, and that was It's a Curse, and some of the best lyrics you are ever, ever to hear. And if uh, you're fumbling to understand and appreciate what I'm talking about, just Google the lyrics to the Falls It's a Curse, and uh, it's uh, borderline lunacy slash genius. You decide. Next, we're going to hear, by request, something by Supergrass, which I have not played for uh, for quite some time. You can play something from their second LP, and then after that, you're going to hear the, uh, the new teaser track for the forthcoming new Ride EP.
it's just marvellous that there's new ride material last year and this year too. That is Catch You Dreaming. That is a part of the forthcoming Tomorrow's Shore EP released on February the 16th, uh, just just a little way down the road for you to get your hot little hands on your own little copy of that. Before that, for James in London, thanks, mate, for emailing me at nearperfectpitch at gmail.com. That was Supergrass, of course, the title track, the second of six LPs, specifically In It For The Money, and that was released in 1997, if my memory uh, serves me correctly. Right, it's the time of the programme where I'm going to remind you about a bunch of things, and most specifically, it's just hopefully trying to spread the uh, the footprint of, of the programme, of the broadcast. Um, I'm hoping that you're uh, you're all happy with where you're listening and the means by which you are listening. If you're not, and you're not happy, you can choose between Apple, you can choose between Google, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Radio.net, tons and tons of repositories, including the host site, which is Podbean, and of course, at CKCUFM. Com, which is where I record it here in Ottawa, capital of Canada, uh, for you who are not uh, geographically inclined. Uh, yes, you'll notice the accent, but uh, this is broadcast from Canada, uh, just part of the Commonwealth. So there is that, isn't there, of course. Anyway, I'm telling to waffle, aren't I? I am waffling incessantly, and, and if you've uh, been paying attention since the beginning, you can probably give me a little bit of an excuse. You know, cut me some slack, as it were, because I'm still buzzing from that football match this morning. It's, it was fairy tale stuff. Whew. All right, what am I going to play for you next? Yes, it's time for our weekly peel. We're going to go to July 1991 and hear a band that I still maintain to this day are just ridiculously underrated. <laughs>
Well, the vaccines are back with their fourth LP, which is out uh, later on in the spring, March the 30th, to be specific. It's going to be called Combat Sports, and that is the lead single, I Can't Quit. And before that, we heard the absolutely majestic Stereo Lab with a Peel Session track from 1991. That was Super Electric uh, from July 1991 specifically, and uh, that fulfills our obligation to uh, play one Peel track every week, which is what we do. Right, where are we? So I can draw a breath. We are about eight songs in. Don't forget that uh, towards the end of the programme, you're going to be hearing uh, an interview with uh, Propelled by Rockets with uh, with Michael. And um, in between that, a whole load more new releases. We've got our Essential Wax feature, Cover Me, uh, and Tinterweb Time to come before we even uh, broach the subject of uh, chatting with Michael. Here's some Mogwai.
That's Delays doing a bit of Aha. That's their take on Aha's The Sun Always Shines on TV. That uh, particular version, well, the only place where it appears, to my knowledge, is on uh, the Q magazine uh, compilation that came out in 2006, entitled The Best of 86 to 2006. So uh, if you like it, there's lots of other good songs on that uh, Best of 8606 uh, comp as well, just so you knows. And before that, we heard Mogwai from uh, 97's Full Satin EP on Chemical Underground Records, Superheroes of BMX. Next, we're going to hear something, which I, I don't do this very often, to be honest. I don't usually do dedications. I'll handle the odd request, but uh, there's, a, there's a chap uh, in the, the region of the Antipodes, who is uh, very active on Twitter, and we've been chatting a lot lately, and uh, he'd uh, mentioned that he'd like to hear something by Big Country, specifically, actually, a Big Country track off uh, the Radio 1 session. So I'm going to play something from March 1983, a Radio 1 session by said band Big Country. Inwards. (laughs) 
us Is it with us every day? Does it push the thoughts of worry or push the words we pray? And to whom do you hold your hands which go with star and sky? Do they hear you when you laugh or only when you cry? Or only when you cry or only when you cry or only Lampoon off their brand new, as of last week, LP, their brand new debut long player, Songs of Praise. Head over to shamebanduk.bandcamp.com to get your own copy. Do it. Henceforth, promptly. A Radio 1 session uh, preceded that uh, from 1983, from March. That was Inwards and Big Country, and that's uh, for Steve Morrison. Thanks, mate, for being uh, so, uh, well, encouraging and uh, saying uh, a lot of nice things, which, of course, got a long, long way, don't they? Next... It's time for a world exclusive. It's better than an exclusive because it's an exclusive with an H. What I'm going to do is I'm going to play for you, you lovely, lovely people, a teaser track of the uh, new forthcoming Out Next Month LP by Go-Kart Mozart, essentially. Lawrence Haywood of Denim and Felt fame. Cherryred.co.uk is where you need to go to get your pre-order in so that it arrives in a suitable fashion and very quickly on your doorstep. Uh, when it's released next month, here is Chromium Plated. We're so elated. Say hello to all that's real Walking out in winter Trace my steps back to eastern haunts Still jail toes can't hold me Making my way back to you Making my way with a bag of swag Down the side streets of Old Camp Road Fingers round her neck in a vice-like grip There's not a chance of letting go He said he wants you He made it clear Every day for 15 years He said he needs you He can't explain It's so overrated, celebrated Estimated, chronicated, wagon 
wagon wheel that goes on all in track They gonna blow the roof off if they can't locate the jack
Dweeb from 1997, a single on Blanco y Negro Records entitled Scooby-Doo. And before we heard that uh, little ditty, we heard a world exclusive. We heard Lawrence and his latest outfit, Go-Kart Mozart, from the forthcoming LP, Go-Kart Mozart's Mini Mart, out next month. We heard Chromium Plated, We're So Elated. Go to cherryred.co.uk and snag your copy henceforth. Next up, Tropic Harbour. Brand new stuff as of last week, actually, from uh, their Bandcamp page, which is, as I uh, grab the mouse here, tropicharbour.bandcamp.com. As easy as that.
with their first single from 1992 on Creation Records. That's Medicine from L.A. and the lead track to the EP and a song entitled Aruka. And before we heard Aruka by Medicine, we heard new stuff from Edmonton, Alberta, not Edmonton uh, in London. We heard Tropic Harbour with a new single as of a few days ago entitled New Life. Tropicharbour.bandcamp.com is the place to go to keep abreast of things pertaining to that mob. It's time for a hat trick now. It's time for you to have a bit of a sabbatical, a vacation from my monotonous voice. It's going to play three in a row for you. Here's Thrum. Here I am. <laughs>
the magnificent razor cuts and that is from 1987 i heard you for the first time is the ep that a is for alphabet the song that we heard is pulled off of and before we heard the third in our uh, series of three in the hat trick we heard debbie harry's smile the california on fire mix by the fantastic the luxembourg signal and you can find out more about both outfits by going to Cosmonaut, that's K-O-S-M-O-N-A-U-T, 01.bandcamp.com. They are now defunct, but you can buy all their material there, and it is all rather, rather good. And if you want to learn more and uh, support the cause that is the Luxembourg Signal, go to theluxembourgsignal.com, where you can find all you need to know. And kicking off the hat trick this week from Bells Hill from Scotland with their third single, from 1994 on Fire Records. That was Thrum with Here I Am. We are fast, fast approaching the end of the programme when uh, I'm going to be playing some tunes by the wonderful outfit that is uh, propelled by rockets. And we're talking to Michael as well. But before that, we've got a bunch of stuff to squeeze in. And one of which is our Essential Wax, our LP of the week that I deem essential in terms of being in your collection. Don't know how large your individual collections are, but uh, you'd like to think that um, you've got room for the classics, and the classics I try and regurgitate on a weekly basis under the guise of essential wax. So, The Stairs, one album. Edgar Jones was the front man, and Edgar Jones was on the show uh, quite uh, quite some time ago last year uh, under one of his other renditions. I'll talk more about him later, but first I'll give you a sampling of this wonderful record that is Mexican R&B is uh, a track called Mary Joanna.
Mary Joanna, one of five singles pulled off this record, and the other four being Weed Bus, Woman Gone and Say Goodbye, last time around, and Flying Machine. The album is their only to date, their only official studio, although there have been lots of uh, subsequent releases that compile outtakes, demos, etc., etc., but there really only is one, and I liken it to uh, the Lars release, where... The Lars have one album proper, and the rest are all just uh, components of sessions, outtakes, demos, live, goodness knows what else. But uh, there's one official record to get uh, to get your hands on when it comes to The Stairs. Produced by uh, Peg Mayoli and uh, a 19-track LP on Go Discs in the UK, although it was trimmed down to uh, 14 tracks for no good reason, really, for the uh, US and Canadian markets. It is indeed deleted, but uh, you can find copies just about anywhere. The brainchild behind the band is Edgar Jones, a.k.a. Edgar Summertime. And Edgar has been around for an, an immense long time playing with the likes of Echo and the Bunny Men, uh, influenced by 13th Floor, Elevators, The Seeds, Chocolate Watch Band. And if you were listening intently last year, you'd have heard the interview that uh, I had with Edgar. And uh, he has several other renditions of uh, his outfit that he, uh, that, he, that he plays with, really. And uh, we can talk about that uh, at a later date. Or you can just go and revisit the old interview that I did with Edgar. But let's talk more about The Stairs, shall we? Now, Go Disc was a wonderful label, and I don't think they actually quite knew what to do with The Stairs, being that they were such an anomaly. But uh, they did release the five singles, as I say, and they did stick with them, and they weren't to be renewed for a second LP by virtue of uh, dwindling record sales. But it doesn't take away from from, uh, the mark that they made with me, indelible that it was. Going to hear one more song by them uh, before we get on to other proceedings. The first single pulled off the record, their first single ever, Weed Bus. Oh! 
away the glue He sat me down and so began The story of a charmless man Educated the expensive way That's a bit of blur. Haven't heard them for a while from their fourth LP, The Great Escape, from 1993. That's Charmless Man, preceded by the second song featured on our Essential Wax this week, The Stairs, Mexican R&B, from 1992 on Go Discs. We heard Weed Bus, the first single, pulled off that record. And uh, again, goes without saying, doesn't it, really, if I'm going to the trouble to have an Essential Wax feature, it's something I recommend, so go out and buy it. Please, please, I thank you. Next, we're going to hear something by Memory Tapes. And then after that, I'm going to have a lucky bag of a lucky dip of sorts because I haven't decided what's coming up after after the Memory Tapes track. So it uh, could be anything from this pile I've got. In the meantime, don't forget, nearperfectpitch.com, do recommend uh, the, the site and uh, get people to, to sign up through the listening vehicle of their choice. And uh, let's grow the throngs and the masses of listenership so that... Uh, 
I can actually feel that this is actually worthwhile dragging my arse here every Sunday to record a show for you. Anyway, here's Memory Tapes.
little bit of a weird one is that one. That is We Are The White Trainers Community and we are proud of it by The White Trainers Community. It's a record that came out in uh, in 2007 by a load of Russians from what I can surmise. I don't know an awful lot more about them other, other than that I have the record and that it's an, an immensely impelling sleeve in terms of being the mod target on there and being nice and clean and crisp in, it, in its aesthetic. And uh, so I bought it, but it's just a wacky record and I thought I'd share it with you. It's from uh, the full length, which is entitled The Long Play. That's one of uh, 14 tracks on the LP. Nearly time to get... Uh, some uh, propulsion by some rockets. Propelled by Rockets is coming up very, very soon. In the interim, I'm going to play at least one more song, starting with this by Pusher Man. <laughs> Oh, uh-huh. 
propelled by rockets, that is, and that is epic, epitaph. And that is proper rough and ready rock and roll from West Yorkshire. Going to talk more about the wonderful act that is propelled by rockets in just a moment. But I uh, have to fill in the gaps, don't I? Before we heard uh, that uh, rocker epic epitaph, we heard The Aim Indeed by London's Pusherman. That's their fifth single from 96 on Ignition Records. And before we uh, heard that wonderful tune by, by Pusherman, we did hear that uh, oddity, We Are The White Trainers Community. But before that, we did hear Memory Tapes and uh, My Amnesia Did Strike. It's been two or three weeks uh, without My am- Amnesia rearing its ugly head, but... Uh, this week it's come back, hasn't it? I did forget to, to mention what I had played. So I did hear, I did mention, sorry, that I'd played graphics by memory tapes. But who are memory tapes? Who are these people? Essentially, uh, memory tapes is a chap called uh, Dave Hawke, born in New Jersey, living in Philadelphia, also operates under the guise of memory cassette or weird tapes. He is the genius behind memory tapes. And this is from uh, the first LP and uh, I'm trying to fumble with the actual uh, date that this one came out on. I'm just actually going to reach for my uh, reach for my backpack here. Sound like a bit of a student, don't I? Yeah, the first album was was Seek Magic, uh, but I'm just trying to get the date for you so I can actually get you a timeline. 2006. There you go. So that's memory tapes. So uh, my my amnesia did strike. I thought I was on a decent run there, but evidently not. Right, let's go back to the present, shall we? Propelled by Rockets, they are a three-piece. They're from West Yorkshire. Going to be talking to Michael after this next track. We're going to hear a song now called Proceedings. Say you like a child 
proceedings by Propelled by Rockets. They are a three-piece from West Yorkshire, Steve, Tom and Mike. And I'm going to hand over to uh, a bloke that sounds pretty, pretty close to myself, actually, and and Michael for a chit-chat about all things that are Propelled by Rockets. And I'll be back afterwards with one more track to tie up this week's programme. Hello, Darren. Hello there, Michael. How are you? And I'm bad, thanks, dude. Let me just turn off. I've just got some music on in the background. I'm going to say. No worries. Bro. Now, I can't hear you through my headset, but I can hear you through a speaker. So just let me just double check my Skype configuration. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I didn't know you were a Geordie. Yeah, I can hear you loud, loud and clear. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm undercover in Yorkshire. How we are, lad? How we are? <laughs> Whereabouts are you from yourself? Well, I was actually born in Leeds, but uh, my but my younger sister was born in, in Gateshead, and we lived in Newcastle, lived in Jesmond, so you know that well, I would assume. Yeah, reasonably well. I'm from a little bit further across towards, um, well, just into Northumberland originally. Lovely. God's country, isn't it? Well, we've gone, yes. you've, you've gone from God's country number one to, to, to Yorkshire, which is God's country number two, and, you, you know... you. You're living, in my opinion, in the best part of the world. <laughs> it's not a bad place to be. No, I can do a lot worse. So let's let's talk, let's talk about you and, and um, <clears throat> your power trio of sorts. Yes, um, obviously I'm the only I'm the only one representing the two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, yeah, yeah. You, the, other lad, the other lads would probably be very keen at some point if you if you wanted them. But um, there's myself, and Steve, and Tom, um, Steve. Set the band up initially. He's a drummer. Yeah. Um, and he, he made a, a bit of an investment in a lot of gear going back a few years. And wanted to get his band um, playing going again. He used to play in in bands when he was young and he toured when he was in his early twenties. Um, he played in bands in the UK. Supported people like New Model Army and played on a lot of the sort of the punk and um, indie sort of scene for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like everybody else, he settled down. Um, decided he wanted to get it going again. He he works with Tom, right? So they're friends and colleagues. Um, and I used to work with Steve. And I was I was in another band about four and a half years ago, which kind of fizzled out. Um, they were looking for a guitar player and a singer, and, and I joined them just about four, well, just over four years ago now. So we're based we're based in West Yorkshire. Yeah. Um, in Wakefield, and I'm in Leeds, um, and we rehearse once a week. Oh. We write all all our own stuff. Um, we do it primarily for the, the enjoyment and the fun of it, but we get a lot out of it because we're all we're all working blow nine to five jobs. Yeah. Great to are you something completely different? Are you, are you at liberty to uh, to let us know what uh, yourself, Steve, and Tom do for a living during the day? Yeah, yeah. Um, I work. I work in IT yeah. uh, for a, for a big corporation, which I've ended up working for through various acquisitions. Uh, I've been in the IT business for about twenty years. Um, Steve is a web designer. Oh, okay. Uh, Tom is a graphic designer. You've got it all sorted for, then, haven't you? You've got you've got the yeah, graphic. That's why um, our website actually looks quite good. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say if your website if your website looks shite, then then we'd have a problem, wouldn't we? It wouldn't be a very good advert for them because they're working creative, creative <laughs> yeah. marketing media. So <laughs> no, that's great. So, so you're, you're all you're all technologically inclined, but 
But when it when it comes to you yourself, what 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 brought you to Yorkshire from from uh, from the northeast? It was work primarily. Yeah, just um, work. Yeah. I was in, in my mid twenties and I I left college. Didn't have a clue what I wanted to do. Bummed around for a while. Did a bit of skiing. Worked for my family. <laughs> um, and I was helping my uncle to run his pub, but realised it wasn't for me long term. Um, and a friend of mine happened to work down here at a, uh, at a company, and I came down for a job. Fantastic. So that was, that well, was well I, I expected that answer. It's either that or, or, or a woman. They're, they're, they're it, it, ended up, it ended up being both. Oh. I met my wife when I came down. I met my wife at work. There you go. So that, that, that wasn't the intention or the, or the reason I came down, but it was a nice, uh, it was a nice result of, of living down here. Lovely. Well, well, you know, the, the songs that you've been been gracious enough to share with me, I've, I've, I've in my own little iTunes here, I've, I've just made, you know, Propelled by Rockets uh, compilation, a 10-track compilation, but there's, yeah. there's a lot of stuff here, you know, ranging from final mix to, you know, to to uh, drum mixes to, I'm sure, some of these are actual, uh, well, I'm not overly sure, but some of them might not be the finished product. Um, yeah, some of them might be downloads and, and works in progress. We've got... Um quite a mishmash of stuff and we tend to work on things we'll, we'll either write either myself or Tom will bring a song through um, or we'll jam um, we then go away and work on it in our spare time and the ones that we have are in various states various quality of sound yeah uh, the more recent ones sound better because we're getting more of the hang of the, the recording and the production which we which we do ourselves. That's what I was going um, to ask you. So is it is yeah. that all part of the kit that's been accrued over the years? You've got all the gear that you need. Yeah, we, we're pretty self sufficient. Um, we we manage. We're able to record live if we want to. Steve's become pretty handy with the sound side of things and the direct input and the recording. Um, and I've become reasonably okay at mixing and doing a little bit of production. Um, Tom doesn't really help out with Rick and he does his own bit. <laughs> he, he record the bass and help out and do his backing vocals. Um, sometimes we record together, sometimes it's done separately, um, either in the, the rehearsal room that we use or, or at my place, um, or Steve will sometimes do his drums on his own. So it's a combination. What we're trying to do with the new stuff is get it to a point where we play it quite fluently live and then play it live and record it. And, and touch up the bits that we need to do afterwards if need be. Is it something because you alluded to this that you know you've got uh, you've got proper jobs as it were, um, mm -hmm. and uh, that's always nice. Uh, but uh, is it something that uh, if it happens organically uh, on the side whereby you get a bit of traction, um, that would be a nice conundrum to have, wouldn't it? Oh, it would be wonderful. Um, what we're trying to do, we've, we've been practicing and writing for quite a long time for for about four years. We do some local gigs. Um, our main aim at the moment is to get out there and, and play live more. Yeah. The, the, the constraint we have is, as you, as you mentioned there, is the day job side of things. But we are, you know, we, we do it for fun, but we're also quite serious about it. We put a lot of time and effort into it. Um, and if it takes off, that would be fantastic. If, if it stays as a hobby that we can enjoy and get out there and gig, then so be it. But we'll, I think we'll... We'll, we'll keep going, um, regardless of the outcome. I'm sure you will, but but I'd love I'd love as a byproduct to 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 hear some of this all finalised because everything from the aesthetic, because I mean you've mentioned obviously the graphic artist in, in, in the group there, is a, the, the logo is particularly impelling. The name is impelling, mm -hmm. 
I, I, on the show, just so you know, um, I played uh, Big Dipper, Epic Epitaph, and uh, Proceedings. And yeah. uh, nicely diverse. The ten tracks that I've got are very, very broad. And um, But I've always marvelled, since I was a kid, being... Uh, it's well documented that I've got no musical talent at all. I just buy records and I just buy records and yeah. play them. But it always it always sort of uh, puzzled me how a three piece could make such a racket. And and when I was in my formative years, I got into the jam really early on, and I used to marvel. And then of course you hear you hear, you hear bands like Motorhead and think, my God, yeah. is it is it some? Would you ever entertain a fourth member? Or are you happy being a three piece? Um, we're okay at the moment. I always make a joke with, with the lads that when I'm playing the guitar solos at the gig, I'm going to put up a little sign that says properly guitar if wanted. <laughs> I'm not my way through. Um, but I'm more of a rhythm player than a singer, so you never know. Um, we've got a really good sort of vibe between the three of us now because we've been together for such a long time. Yeah. So it might be tricky for a fourth member to join, but we're pretty easy going and affable, so if we get to the point where the songs need it live, um, and we're trying to do stuff that a three-piece just can't, can't kind of pull off, then maybe. But we quite like the idea of being a the old poetry or who can who can make more of a noise than people expect us to do as well. Well, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, even even the tracks which aren't final products. Um, uh, you're using every track to pretty good effect. It's a really full sound that you're getting, and, and, I, and I don't know what your uh, machinations are behind, you know, behind the board and, and how you're achieving that sound. Whether it's uh, whether it's actually through the mics or you're doing a lot of post production, but um, it, it sounds really quite clean and full. Because mm -hmm. it, uh, one thing, one thing I did over the years, I took a, a qualification in audio engineering, and it's uh, it's a real struggle to to try and nurture your ear. Um, and and uh, some people are just gifted and they can hear things that you'll never ever hear. Uh, the, people like me can train themselves to a, to a small degree to be, to be better than they were before. But, yeah. but at least I'm able to discern some of the, the tracks as they're amalgamated into, into the final one track. It sounds to me like you're using uh, quite, quite a few overdubs, but it, it's, it's all done very, very... Um, it's, it's not overproduced, if, if you know what yeah, I mean. Because you run. Song, sometimes, and, and there's such a variation because of the. What, what you'll probably have on that list there, you've probably got some songs that were done about four years ago, and you've probably got some that were done more recently. Yeah. And our sound, our sound hasn't. It's probably changed and evolved a little bit as we've played. But what we always try to do when we record. We do sometimes overdub, so I'll maybe lay an extra guitar down if there's a solo being played and the bass doesn't quite fill it out. Um, yeah. Or there's an introduction that you want where you want to put a little lick or a little melody in with a with a little subtle guitar line. But we always try to avoid making stuff that we won't be able to play live because you'll hear such a massive difference between what you hear on the song and then the three of us actually standing up and doing it. Yeah. So the subtleties are probably there probably quite consciously, I suppose, in that we don't want to overblow things so that you hear this almost, you know, an orchestral sound of a 10-piece band. Yeah. And we cook with just the three of us. Well, well on, on, on that topic, of course, because as I've alluded to, I've got this wonderful mishmash of 10 songs, which I've made my own album out of, uh, the self-titled debut by Propelled by Rockets, no less. 
Um, but um, what what what's, what have you got planned for an official official release? Where you can say, look, this this is a three track, and this is this you know this is this is a, an, an official release. Is, is that around yeah. the corner? It's it's hopefully around the corner. What our aim is, we've got a crop of about probably got about twenty songs that we play through at rehearsal. We've got them all on a whiteboard written down, um, and we we cross various things off and whittle things down. But what we would like to do this year. Is, is get ourselves to a point where we can either get into a, into a proper studio mm. and do maybe a three-track EP, or if we can carry on producing good quality stuff ourselves, get some time to dedicate to, to bringing up to date a lot of the songs that we're playing live. Yeah. We, we've got a few of the demos that, are, that were done three, four years ago. They sound quite different the way we play them now. Um, we're tighter as a band because of the time we've been playing together and that little bit of intuition that you gain between the three of you. So the aim is to get those re-recorded. Um, so that that's one of our things on the on the top of the list for this year. Great. Which to get a little bit more of a definite release done. Right. Which which of uh, the songs uh, that I've got here would be the ones that you would uh, re-record? Um, which which have you got there? Well, I'll do, well, okay. Yeah. How about I start with that? So I've got Big Dipper, yeah. Epic Epitaph. Yeah. I've got uh, a low-res master of a life more ordinary. Yeah. I've got a re-recording of Long Lost Friend, so that's obvious, that's been re-recorded. I'm not sure about the new light mix, it's a live drum mix. Yeah. Uh, I've got a final cut, in brackets for now at least, of One Way Street. Yeah. Uh, the final mix of Proceedings, which I've played. And uh, I've got a mix two of Roller Coaster, a draft mix of Saturday Night TV and Seven Stitches, yeah. and I'm not sure what, what stage Seven Stitches is in. Yeah, okay. Well, out, out of those ones, there's a couple that we actually have, have moved out of the, the set that we have. Um, not because we don't like them, it's just we ended up trying to tailor stuff to, to how long we would play the yeah. gigs. Yeah. So we moved a couple out. So out of those, Long Lost Friends is a, is a definite. That's the one we've done the, the professional video for. Yes. Um, which is kind of our showpiece in terms of what we've been able to, to put time towards. Um, producing New Light would definitely stay in, One Way Street's still there, uh, Roller Coaster would still be there, Saturday Night TV, that's one of our sort of catchier ones, so that yeah. would definitely be in. Seven Stitches is still in. There's quite a few additions, we've got um, a re relatively recent track called Never Make It Out Alive, which we've just finished doing a, 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 a decent style of a proper version of, um, which I've just finished mixing in the last couple of weeks. So I can I can send you that one across by all means. Sweet. And we're just writing out. I've just written a new demo um, called Code Orange, which the the, it's the orange and the, the orange and the code allude to the skin tone of a certain. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, yeah, the Mr. Dorito boy. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it's all about my lyrics. Uh, vary, you know, sometimes it's about having a bit of a laugh, sometimes it's about getting stuff off our chest, and sometimes it's about just reflecting what's going on. So there, there are quite a few newer ones that are probably sounding a bit more like where Propel by Rockets is at as of, as of 2018, um, whereas the early stuff is still good and we still enjoy playing it. Right. It probably still has quite a different sound. God, we look forward to hearing that, because um, as I say, you know, listening listening to the ten that I've got as, as a block, it, it it's 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 beautifully all over the map. If, yeah, <laughs> and I don't. Yeah, wanna... That's one thing we've talked 
when we have our little chats, um, you know, at the end of the, the session, we're always online chatting with one another. And what we've always said is, we're not we're not trying to, to create a specific sound or play songs of a specific style. If it, if we like it and it sounds good to us and it feels good to play, then we'll do it. So you you do hear a bit of variety. You do. Right? Uh, a lot of newer bands nowadays, I think, um, they seem self constrained almost because they're aiming for a market or they're aiming for a particular well, sound or a pitch. What they're doing and we're not about that because we're all. Quite possibly because we're all a bit older and we work, and we do this for the for the enjoyment and the and the hell of it. We just play the kind of songs that we like to do. Well, you've got you haven't got this gun to your head. I mean, with with the you know with the naivety of youth, of course, you you're always thinking that you're out there to 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 impress other people when you're large. You're not doing stuff for yourself. But I, I do think that uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot to be said for the maturity aspect in terms of having no gun to your head. Uh, there's, nothing, there's nothing formulaic. You don't have to adhere to a scene. Um, and uh, you know, 40 years ago there was no scene. You're either a folk band, you're a rock band, or you were nobody. So yeah. I think I think there's an adage there that we, we could kind of hang on to because you, you, you're a rock band. For, there's, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's, there's no two ways about it. So whether people want to call you guitar alt pop or indie guitar pop, well, that's probably a stretch because to me you are you're churning out songs. As a three-piece that uh, that uh, could find themselves on uh, on an American rock radio channel, some of the songs, but but some of them could end up on Radio Six as well. So that's quite a testament, to be honest. Yeah, and that's that's something you know we, we uh, to be honest, you know we don't as we're writing and playing, and I'm not just saying this to sound like we're trying to be cool. We we honestly don't think about that. It's just. Do we like it? Does it sound all right? And can we stand up there and, and play it yes. hand on heart? Yeah. And that, that'll, that'll, that'll do for us. But if, if you're hearing potential like that, that's, that's fantastic feedback to hear. Well, I mean, it's just me, but uh, what the hell do I know? But uh, that's, that's entirely debatable. But uh, I've, I've got a, a real penchant for, or a penchant, which sounds uber pretentious, but for, 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 for a band who can rattle it out as a three piece, um, I've got a lot of respect for that because. It's almost like you're working at about twenty-five to fifty percent harder than 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 bands who are four and five and six pieces, just 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 to fill the sound and not just fill it for the, not yeah. just to fill it for the sake of it, but to fill it in a capacity that that uh, isn't contrived. So there is that. Now let let me ask you this, because needless to say, you're not influenced. Uh, by by making music for, for for a certain group of people, you're making it for yourselves. But having said that, um, is is there a, a scene or a particular genre of music that's near and dear to you? Or are you quite eclectic with with what you listen to and what you bought over the years? Oh, in terms in terms of styles, I think all of us in the band have got a core, like a common core of music that we like. Um, so there's a lot of rock music, sort of old probably old metal bands as well. Um, but also more poppy bands and punk bands. In terms of personally, I mean, I as a kid, I was a staunch heavy metaler at school, and I wouldn't listen to anything that wasn't, apart from what my mum and dad played at home. I knew all the words to it, I knew all the words to the 80s pop songs, but I would never have admitted it. Yeah. And when I got older, thankfully, I, I got rid of that and still love that kind of music, but kind of broadened my horizons a little bit. So I listened from in terms of styles, anything and everything as long as it's got a bit of a bit of heart and soul about it. 
Well, you uh, could, could I ask you, uh, and you don't have to answer this question, but but how mm -hmm. old, how old are you? Uh, me, I'm 40, 45. Okay, so you're younger than me, because because my you know I, I used to listen to back back in the day. I mean, I'd listen to the Friday Night Rock Show with Tommy Vance, but I'd also listen yeah. to uh, you know John Peel every night as well, and Radio Luxembourg. Yeah. Just listen to anything I could get my head around. So when I was a kid, it was you know it'd be the Jam one minute, and then it'd be Led Zeppelin the next, and it could be Saxon yeah. and Deep Purple. And then it could be the specials and the Sex Pistols. Well, that's a great thing, and I think I think that's missing from the modern music scene because we always lament. We sound like oh, geezers talking, but we're going yeah. about. You never thought you'd miss top of the pops, but when you look back and you saw <laughs> bands, Motorhead might be on one minute. Yeah. Robert Palmer might be on the next minute. Abba might be on the next minute, and you just don't get that anymore. No, seven twenty-five. Seven twenty-five. Your life, your life was changed for a whole week, <laughs> wasn't it? Magical. Yeah, it was, and it was good to look forward to. The world's changed so much these days, and there are some benefits of it. Um, chaps like me and the lads in the band have got the benefit of accessing the internet to, to put music out now, which you didn't have. But certainly, in terms of naming plans, Craigie. I don't want to put you on the spot because it is hard. It's like, you know, when you, when you go into a record shop with that mental list in, in your head, and then you sit there in front of a record bin and you can't remember anything. Yeah, you, you sort of blank out. I mean, bands I'm listening to at the minute, before before we were talking, I was listening to Sheer Heart Attack by Queen. I thought, that's that's um, that's solid. It's a great album. Earlier on today, I was listening to Orbital's Snivelization, which yes. is... Um, there you go. Electronica. Yeah. I've had a bit of Iron Maiden on today. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, it's a bit, a bit of Priest and Purple, then you sorted, ain't you? <laughs> Because you know my, my, the basement's full of tons of records, and some of them I'll never, I'll never play because they're, they're they're still sealed, or I've got the CD, or I've got them again. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. uh, it, it sounds really easy. I'm just going to go flog flog it on eBay. But it's it's, it's such a rigmarole. Yeah, it yeah, takes yeah. an awful lot of time and effort to to research it, find out the price, what it's worth, and and, and showcase yeah, it. But but that's that's a bit to make sure you're not you're not getting uh, well to make sure you're getting what it's worth. I suppose <laughs> you're not offering it yeah. as a deal to somebody who's been looking for it for twenty years. Exactly, and they're, and they're ready to snap your hand off because you're not sure how much it's worth. Yeah, I've got. I must. I must get around to doing that. I've got much like yourself, just lots of stuff that you've just got. You know, you've got in multiple formats, doubles of, triples of, even, and uh, yeah. just got to get rid, don't you? Yeah, this space is a thing. It's it's. Good fun, but it's like it's a curse of the music fun, isn't it? Yeah. It is. You get round, you get round to trying to sell it, and you think, oh God. Well, there's also I'm separation anxiety as well. It's like you know, I've I've got it twice, but I want it twice. It's just perverse. Yeah. It's like you just don't want to sell your second copy. Well, you should be happy that you've just got it once. But there is that thing about record collecting where where it just gets, it just passes that threshold of being super precious, and then it's uh, it's almost like you could never give it up. Now, now I've not been to Leeds for a couple of years, but um, and, and when I'm there, I'm not really, uh, I'm not really out in the town. I'm, uh, I'm too, too long in the tooth for that now. But in, in terms of, 
uh, venues? Have you done any, any gigs uh, locally in Leeds? Um, we've done a couple in Wakefield. We haven't played in Leeds yet. We've got a gig in Bradford on Saturday. Nice. Um, there are still some good venues in Leeds for smaller bands. There's a lot of a lot of pubs, um, some on the outskirts and then some in the centre. Yeah. Where the music scene's still pretty active, um, and and the grassroots music's very good. So you've got you've got the likes of the Primrose down in at the bottom end of Mainwood. Yeah. Um, you've got uh, what was it called? The name's going out of my head, but there's there's a really good club pub in the middle of town where I played with a, an old band previously. Um, so there's there's plenty of gigs out there, and there's a there's a pretty um, robust music scene in Leeds, I think, from from any kind of style that you want. Uh, yeah, I mean it's well documented. I'm just asking because everybody's got their different view on it, you know. But it's still, it's as vibrant as it ever was. And um, how about how about uh, the northeast? Do you ever get back uh, back home and see what's going on up there? Not as often as I would like, but I know um, a couple of old schoolmates in bands up there of, of different flavours, and they seem to be doing doing reasonably well. There's a, a very good venue called the Clooney on the Quayside in Newcastle, which yeah, yeah, showcases yeah. a lot of smaller bands. Um, on the heavier side, you've still got Trillions, which has been around for decades. Forever, yeah. It, it, yeah. it showcases a lot of rock bands. Um, we've been asked by a, a, a bar that puts bands on uh, that I used to go into when I was younger to go up and gig, so we're just trying to work out dates that suit the two of us, us and us as a band and them as a venue. Right on, that's yeah. good. I mean, it'd be good for you to get some gigs under your belt and then hopefully in the next uh, handful of months have the first single and then uh, who knows what's going to happen after that. Cause, yeah, uh, we're plan we are planning. I mean, we've been around and, and we've been putting the work in for long enough. Um, so hopefully this is a year when we, we get a little bit more momentum. Oh, fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. I've got, I've got one last question for you and, it, and it's... It's you. It's a question that usually stumps the best of us, um, and and I'm pretty sure that you you'll you'll, you'll understand why. Um, hypothetically, propelled by rockets are doing their Eastern North American tour, and you're round my house for a, for a brew. You got a, yeah. Got a cup of tea in your hand. You got uh, you got Steve and Tom either side here, and I bring out the biscuit tin. But it's <laughs> but it's but it's a magic biscuit tin, and and you can choose any biscuit on God's green earth. What would you choose? Any biscuit. Any, Any biscuit. Biscuits, biscuits that exist or biscuits I can make up. You know what? I've, I've even got fictional ones in my spreadsheet. So, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's got it's to have some modicum of, of, of originality to it. So, if you're oh, going to make up a biscuit, it's got to be something you've at least made. Right. Well, I'll give you two. I'll try and make one up and then I'll give you what I would have as my normal. And my, no my normal one's fairly boring. And it would be either a tonics. Ah. Um, or uh, what are they called? Oh, the tea company, not Tetley's, but the one from North East. A tonics or a Rinkins wafer biscuit. Okay, well the tonics is a, as you'd imagine. Yeah, that's a firm favourite with the with the Scots that I interview, as you can probably imagine. Yeah, yeah. Um, my imaginary one. Well, I don't don't worry. I mean, because I mean. It, no, go on. I'll do one. It would be a triple decker hobnob uh, with chocolate. But it would be proper dark chocolate with, with 70% cocoa. Oh, so you're talking, you're old school oh, with the chocolate, aren't you? Yeah. You're getting all, you're getting all born Vita on me there. Okay, cool, because I, I tell everybody, Michael, that I've got this, well, I'll send it to you. 
I'll, I'll just uh, keep this updated infographic of uh, everyone I interview uh, adjacent to their biscuit of choice, and it, it's turned into a bit of a monster. And it's, ama it's amazing how many people will, 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 will there'll be a pregnant pause, and it's as if you've asked them to perform alchemy in their kitchen or something. It's that hard of a question. It's just, what's your favourite biscuit? But it's, uh, it's, as I keep trying to explain to people, especially in North America, is that biscuits are a serious business, aren't they? I, I quite agree. We've got a, we've got a big choice in our, in our house. My, my wife, as a kid, had them rationed, I believe. Yeah, I think we all did, didn't we? Yeah, we did, and now she she buys about six different kinds. So we're always <laughs> she does that. Well, she does that because she can. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's fantastic. It's, it's brilliant to finally connect with you. I'll um, I'll be I'll be uploading this in in the next few days, and I'll be in touch. In the meantime, any any more tracks, send them my way, and I'll and I'll play them on the program. And uh, let's yeah. keep in touch. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's been really good to speak to you and I'll, I'll get you some of the new stuff across as well. Fantastic. Well, give my best to the other two lads and uh, talk to you soon. I will do. Cheers, Darren. Look after. Ta-ra. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much, Michael. And uh, this time for one more track before I trundle on my way. Here's Big Dipper. <laughs> That's a crowd. 
Nearly forgot about Tinterweb time, didn't I, kids? Uh, in this instance, there's nothing really, really feature-worthy that I stumbled upon this week. But what I do have for you is the three major URLs that pertain to Propelled by Rockets. So, propelledbyrockets.co.uk is where you can go to keep track. You can listen at soundcloud.com-propelled-by-rockets. You can also visit them on their Facebook page at facebook.com slash propelled by rockets official there you have it episode 66 two-thirds of the work of the devil six six is done six seven is next week thanks so much for listening i'll be back hopefully with a whole bunch of new tunes and uh, something remotely clever that deems a playlist next week thanks so much tear up <laughs>